Podiums, an audio exploration of climbing World Cups from previous years and previous eras. I'm your host, John Bergman. I'm glad you're here. Let's talk some comp climbing. joining me on another episode of Past Podiums. In case you're new to the show, we are currently working our way through the IFSC's 2015 Boulder World Cup season. However, to that point, here's the shocker for today. This show, which situates us in Munich, Germany, it's it covers, this is the last event on that 2015 Boulder World Cup circuit, that 2015 season. That is shocking because if you have been following along, then you know that this means there were only a total of five events in this whole season compared to uh, how many Boulder events were the previous season, 2014. Eight events, I think, something like that. Plus, there there were actually... There was a world championship in 2014 as well, although we didn't cover that on the show. Uh, but eight events the previous season, five events this season, and I, I guess that means this is as good a time as any to kind of recap the whole thing, or at least the whole thing up to this point. It has kind of been a season that's all over the map in terms of the standouts in the women's division. Anna Store looked to be the favorite at the start of the season. Then we had Megan Mascarenas seemingly coming out of nowhere, this youthful phenom to be a big name. We also saw Akio Noguchi, uh, Petra Klingler, Shauna Coxie. They're all in the mix too. So we'll see who shines here in Munich, whether it's any of them or if it's maybe a new, a new face. In the men's division, it's also been pretty varied from event to event, with Alban Levier, Jan Hoyer, Sean McCall, and Jongwon Chan as some of the standouts. Nathaniel Coleman was also, he's also been a standout. He won a couple of uh, silver medals. I think Adam Andra's been on some podiums. So we'll see if any of them can close out this season with some significant consistency. And and with all of that, let's get right to it. Munich, Germany, like I said, last Boulder Cup of the 2015 season. August 15th, 2015 was the date of the final round for this one. So this is about a month and a half after the last World Cup that we covered, which was in Haiyang, China. Here in Munich, the live stream, it begins with a lively IFSC intro, and we get some aerial shots of the palatial Munich Olympic Stadium, which we I've talked about that in a previous episode. Just an awesome venue. The competitors then come out to preview the boulders, and we get a nice graphic on screen that states who the chief route setter is for this event. It was Manu Hassler. And it also says who the assisting route setters are were the the technical delegate the jury president all that stuff all the names and and i really like this nowadays to find that info you have to go to the event page on the ifsc's website they don't usually 
just announce it on the live stream. So to have it presented here was great. Johnny Brown is on the call again, by the way. He's a fairly familiar voice for us up to this point. The finalists are, here we go, the women, the aforementioned Megan Mascarenas of the USA and Akio Noguchi of Japan and Shauna Coxie of Great Britain. Also, Fanny G. Bear of France, Katja Debevec of Slovenia, and Stasha Geho of Serbia. The men finalists, Jongwon Chan of South Korea, Sergei Tepishko of Ukraine, Martin Stranik of the Czech Republic, Jan Hoyer of Germany, and two Russians, Rustam Galmanov and Alexei Rubstov. There is a bit of a delay in kind of the action beginning after the competitors come out and look at the boulders and then go back into ISO the audience is just kind of standing around staring at the wall Johnny Brown on commentary even says quote we're not sure what the delay is everybody's looking around he he notes that people have flights to catch in the morning (laughs) kind of good little biting humor there from from Mr. Brown Finally, though, things do get underway after that delay, and here's how it shakes out for the the four boulders for the men and the women. Boulder one, we'll start with the men. So they begin on some yellow slopers low on the wall, and then they progress up the the wall. It kind of goes rightward and is overhung. The boulder has a midsection with some tiny jibs on some red prism-shaped volumes, and this proves to be a really tough section. I I think it's all in all just the overhanging nature of the wall and the tiny holds. It just compounds and makes things a bit overcooked. The running order starts with Sergei Tepishko, then Jan Hoyer, then Martin Stranick, and Martin Stranick is the first one, to make any real progress on this block. He gets to the zone, and then that's it. And and from there, the boulder just continues to shut down the men's field. Jongwon Chan and Alexei Rubstov also get to the zone, but nobody tops this. So unfortunately, not the most exciting way to start the, the final cup of this 2015 boulder season. Luckily, the women, it's a little more exciting. Their boulder is is fairly straightforward. It goes right up a vertical line. It's got green pyramid-shaped volumes and a lot of crimps on some jibs. It is, though, a little bit deceptive because it it proves to be burly in its own right through some sections. It's got, a, for example, a big jump to a sloper midway up that stops some of the women. Akiyonaguchi struggles a bit with the start, she eventually progresses to the zone. Some other women that follow make similar progress getting that zone. It does, though, eventually get topped by two women, Megan Mascarenas and Shauna Coxie. So a little more entertaining to start this one than the men. And right away, we have a couple leaders in the women's division with uh, Megan and Shauna. The second boulders, for the men, it begins with a dynamic lean almost kind of a jumpy lean where they have to grab holds that are really spread apart one hold with the right hand one hold with the left hand and then they have to control the the ruthless barn door that results from that from there they would progress up to a a 
Savage, Gaston, midway up, but most of the men don't make it to that Gaston section. In fact, five of the six finalists don't even get to the zone on this boulder. So it just completely shuts a lot of them down. Luckily, for the sake of viewership, uh, entertainment value, and whatnot, Alexei Rubstov plows through a number of attempts. Finally, he gets to the zone, and then a bit later, he does get the sole top on this boulder. The women start with a huge rightward dyno on some green cubic volumes. It's a really nice way to get the crowd amped up. Of course, dyno always gets the, the audience excited. And from there, the women have to crank into a heel hook on one of those cubic volumes and then shoot upward for a, a crimpy finish. Shauna Coxie has a highlight reel moment here. She sticks that big dyno and then she fires up from a heel hook position a couple of times. She doesn't quite get the launch that she wants to go to the zone because, of course, it's it's really hard to pop straight upward out of a high heel hook. So she she goes through a number of attempts, kind of, and then goes back down. But she manages to stay on the wall as she's going through these attempts up from that heel hook. She manages to stay in the heel hook position until she does get the launch that she wants and nails that zone hold. She's able to, to grip it hard and then progress up to the top. We get Johnny Brown saying, oh, her face is a mask of pain. That's that's kind of a Johnny Brown commentary trope at this point. We've heard it before. So it's good to hear it again. And we should note that this amounts to Shauna Coxie's uh, uh, second flash. She flashes this second boulder. She also flashed the first boulder. So she is looking perfect, quite literally, at this point on the scorecards. Megan Mascarenas flashes this second women's boulder too, and so does Fanny G. Bear. So as good as Shauna Coxie is looking on those scorecards, she does have some competition. And with that, let's look at the midway standings as we typically do. <laughs> what do you say about the men's division at this juncture? One top from Alexei Rubstov. So he is in the lead. There are a couple guys that got zone on that first boulder. So they're in the hunt as well. Martin Stranick and Jung Wan Chan. But the real story is just how this has been something of a dud so far in terms of so many of the men getting stymied on those on the initial boulders. Let's just hope that things pick up in the second half of this finals. Let's hope we can close out this season for the men with with a real bang here. Looking at the women's division, as said, Shauna Coxie is ruling the women's field at the halfway point, two flashes. Uh, Megan Mascarenas is closely behind her with one flash and 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 two tops in total. And below Shauna and Megan, a lot of the women are in a fairly similar position on the scorecards with a couple of zones. So it's still anybody's game, but it seems like Shauna Coxie is really in a league of her own on this day. We'll see if she can hold up for the, uh, for the remainder. Boulder 3, the third set of blocks. The men's is a really visually striking collection of orange prism-shaped volumes. I really like this one, and I think 
part of the reason why I thought it was cool is because those volumes seemingly get bigger and bigger in size the higher up the competitors get on the wall. And finally, we see a bit more success from the men's field. Not a ton, but a little bit. Everybody gets a, at least a zone on this boulder, and it gets flashed by Martin Stranick and Jongwon Chan. But what's really interesting is that Alexei Rubstov, who was leading, as we said, at the midway check, he doesn't top this boulder. So this block really opens up the scores a bit in the men's division, creating a lot of intrigue for the forthcoming final boulder. The women's third boulder is a looping, kind of swooping set of green pyramid-shaped volumes. There's a good left-hand press in the midsection to perch a, a right foot on one of those pyramids, and then the women can move up from there. It gets topped by everyone, and it gets flashed by most. So it's probably a tad undercooked, but... Shauna Coxie is one of those flashes, so the big story here is she is just unstoppable at this point. This It's becoming clear that this is the night of Shauna Coxie. The fourth and final boulders. The men's starts with a big upward jump to a yellow, slopey pinch, and from there it goes straight up, but it's tricky to get beyond that slopey pinch. A number of the competitors try to throw a heel hook in there to move up, but that heel hook keeps popping. So there's some, again, kind of some deceptively difficult beta to this boulder. And in the end, what's old is new. Nobody ends up topping this boulder except Alexei Rubstov. So we'll see in a second what that means for the men's podium. The fourth and final Women's Boulder is a grappling match on a green prism volume or, or several volumes. They're just really big. It's a on a steep overhang, and it seems like a lot of the women are pretty tired at this point, understandably. There's a lot of overhanging sequences for both the men and the women throughout this round. Seems to have just exhausted everyone. It's just a really taxing set, all in all. But the big news here on this last women's boulder, Shauna Coxie flashes it to conclude a perfect round. Four boulders, four flashes for Shauna Coxie. So the women's podium ends up being Shauna Coxie of Great Britain wins the gold medal. Fanny G. Bear of France takes the silver medal. Fanny had three flashes, which on any other day would be a mega statement in its own right. But it just so happened that Fanny's three flashes occurred on the same night that Shauna had four flashes. And, and Shauna was flawless. So um, so Fanny Bear has to settle for silver. And the bronze medal goes to Megan Mascarenas of the USA, who had two flashes. Looking at the men's podium, Alexei Rubstov of Russia wins the gold medal. He's the only man to have two tops. Below him, silver medal goes to Martin Stranick of the Czech Republic, and the bronze medal goes to Jongwon Chan of South Korea. Looking at that men's podium, I think it's easy to think of this men's round as a bit disappointing to close out the season with so few tops, 
But you do have to give a lot of credit to Alexei Rubstov for basically saving the whole round from being a total disaster. If you you look back at, at all the bowlers we just covered, if it wasn't for Alexei's two tops, that would have meant that the first, second, and fourth bowler would not have seen any tops if it wasn't for Alexei. So that would have just been horrible from a fan or audience perspective. So major props to Alexei for that performance. On the whole, this Munich event is largely a tale of two divisions. For, For as much as the men's was kind of a dud, it was a total masterclass by Shauna Coxie in the women's division. And her exemplary performance is definitely worth checking out. This is, I think, one of the singular greatest performances from a competitor in a final round ever, really, to be honest, in history. I mean, just masterful stuff from Shauna Coxie. And with that, we say goodbye to the 2015 Boulder World Cup season, short and sweet. It's a fun season overall. It introduced us to some new names. We saw some young stars coming up, and we will see where they take us next season. So thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in for all these episodes on past podiums. Talk to you soon. Real quick before we get out of here, thanks again for listening. Also, thanks to Audio Coffee for doing the music. And if you want to go back and watch the round that we just talked about, you can find it on the International Federation of Sport Climbing YouTube channel. See you next time.